0: Welcome to the Run Pod option. I'm Marty. I'm going to go ahead and say hi for Jeff and Kyle. So we recorded this on Monday night, and for whatever reason, Kyle's microphone decided not to work for the first 28 minutes. So instead of playing, you guys, the first 28 minutes of me and Jeff and Kyle talking back and forth, but you only hearing two-thirds of that conversation, we actually did get on record our picks. That's going to be at the end of the show. We have an interview featuring Will Rainier from From the Stands that I did. That'll also be in the show. And then just kind of throwing it straight into it, we had a, a pretty fun game that we played, and we'll lead the show off with that. So apologies for not having really any analysis on this past week's games. Good news, the week kind of sucked, like low-key, don't you think? Like Ohio State Distorted team. Mac Brown almost won something, which is cool. Devin Modster didn't do anything. Syracuse, they suplexed a guy. That was neat. SMU's undefeated. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, At RunPodOption on Twitter. RunPodOption at gmail.com. And uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, Kyle had a funny line about tell your enemies. Uh, Whoever you want to tell... We really do appreciate it, and please be patient uh, as the technical difficulties has taken half our show away from us and from you guys. I hope you all enjoy the show. Thank you. A little while ago, Mike Leach was asked who would win in a fight to the death between all the Pac-12 mascots. Our friends over at From the Stands did the similar situation. They actually did the Pac-12 again but i thought we'd do something a little bit different and we would play this game but with a different conference and i chose the big sky conference because can w- I... when
1: you're talking about college football we need to go fcs right now
0: <laughs> fcs immediately but also fcs for mascot for the mascot variability there's a lot there and got would some you like questions okay i'm going to let's introduce our contestants first shall we Mm -hmm. I went This is in the order of actually their current standings Which (laughs) is a surprise to me Honestly, (laughs) I had no idea So we've got the Montana Grizzlies The Montana State Bobcats The Cal Poly Mustangs Idaho State Bengals The Eastern Washington Eagles The Northern Colorado Bears The Sacramento State Hornets The Weber State Wildcats The Idaho Vandals We miss you, FBS, every day (laughs) Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, the Portland State Vikings, the Cal Davis Aggies, and the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. Wow. Uh, okay. My first can we question. start what by eliminating yes, the bottom core? Stuff. Okay, so here's here's my prop. You know what? Actually, you pick one. Pick one to drop. The I- Vandals. What? Yes. What are they
1: going to do? They're just going to... They're just going to, like, graffiti shit.
0: Listen, Kyle, I'm an idiot, but if you don't understand, the vandals are in reference to the actual, like, group of people in Europe.
1: Okay, no, okay, but I'm not taking it like that. I am taking it as in somebody that goes goes around and vandalizes shit.
0: You're telling me that a guy with a spray paint can loses a fight with a hornet because there's no <laughs> chance.
1: I didn't say that I wasn't going to get rid of the hornets. I just said I was going to get rid of the
0: vandals. So you know what, since we're going to do it this way, uh, the vandals are eliminated, unless Jeff, you can talk them out of it. I got nothing. Okay. (laughs) Jeff, you make... Historically,
1: okay, vandals, that makes sense, but I'm taking it here and now.
0: God, I'm so glad I didn't put them into this. My favorite to win. (laughs) Jeff, do you want to eliminate somebody now? We're going to do it this way until we get to the end.
2: I'm not really sure what an Aggie is. Is that like a cowboy?
0: Mm. Uh, Somebody that likes farming. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Davis is out. Good call. I'm gonna go ahead and eliminate the Thunderbirds because it's either a shitty car or a fake bird. So it is definitely so a shitty car. <laughs> it is definitely a shitty it's yeah, it's either or definitely both. It's so a
1: car which isn't running anymore. It's just sitting on blocks in somebody's front yard. Front yeah, hood no, is rusted. That. Mm-hmm. Somebody's out there trying to work on it. Listening to Motley Crue, it's terrible.
0: It's the rusty hood of the Big Sky Conference.
1: It's, it's some lady that's like 55 is rolling around in the, on the hood, actually, if it was still there.
0: Drinking great. and having to get a ride home at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday because she got done cutting hair by 12. <laughs> Drinking her natty light. <laughs> Alright Kyle, you pick one too uh, We've got the Grizzlies, Bobcats, Mustangs, Bengals, Eagles, Bears, Hornets, Wildcats, Lumberjacks, and Vikings left Go ahead and make an elimination
1: uh, I'm going to get rid of the Hornets because they're just small and annoying
0: Yep, agreed Jeff, let's make a, let's make a, let's remove someone Hmm Starting to get down to the nitty gritty, honestly
2: Have we gotten rid of the eagles yet? No. You know, they're gone.
1: They could just fly above you though, and
2: Yeah, but they're they probably claw,
0: go,
2: they're they they probably claw like, your eyes out. Shit. Get me out of
0: here. They got talons. Yeah, but when have you ever seen them take down any of these other animals and or people? You haven't. You haven't. So I think my <clears throat> I think I'm gonna eliminate the bobcats. Ooh. It's fair. I don't think they can hang. It's a size discrepancy. I think the closest one to them, maybe the Wildcats or the Mustangs. And I think I think a horse gets lucky and just kicks the brains out of one of them. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> this is the most graphic our, our, our podcast. After Brain. Jeff mentions uh, <laughs> penetration, we're going to talk about kicking a bobcat's brains across the yard. Kyle, your turn.
1: I'm going to eliminate the Mustangs at this point because we're getting into some beefy, beefy things in here. And I just don't think the Mustang is going to be able to
0: outlast anything else. I agree. I agree. So we've still got, before Jeff makes his decision here, we've got the Grizzlies, the Bears, the Bengals, the Wildcats, the Lumberjacks, and the Vikings. And we're going to assume that the Vikings have a sword and the Lumberjacks obviously have an axe. And all that is man. Yep. Yeah, Paul Bunyan asked. If that's the
2: case and the Vikings have swords, the Vikings are out.
0: What?
3: what? Hold on.
0: <laughs> so, a Viking with the sword versus a Wildcat, you're taking the Wildcat.
2: Mm. All right. Yeah, you're right. Wildcat dies at the hand of the sword.
0: Okay. Uh, I've got an unfortunate decision to make here. I'm just going to... A long enough sword can take down a bear. If you get lucky. And I think the same goes for a bingle. I'm not sure an axe does that. And as much as it hurts me, as a very, very passive fan of the Stephen F. Austin lumberjacks... I'm going to eliminate the Northern Arizona <laughs> Lumberjacks. Oh, that hurts. I didn't think it was going to hurt until just now. Mm. So Kyle, you've got our final four. We've got basically a Viking and then the jungle book, grizzlies, bingles and bears. Um. Didn't Baloo fight a bingle? My wife is nodding. Yes. Okay. Who won, Sarah? Sarah, my wife. My wife. My. But did Baloo murder the tiger? Okay. Yeah, far be it from someone to die in a kid's movie.
1: Hey, I know that you're trying to take, like, source information from, from that documentary known as Jungle Book. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Oh, I'm gonna eliminate the Bengal. Wow. I'm gonna take you that because I'm I'm kinda looking forward to some bear on bear violence over here. Okay.
0: <laughs> so Jeff, you're gonna be the decision maker whether or not the Viking gets lucky and kills one of these bears. Let's paint a picture. We're in an octagon. There's two bears. There's a guy with a lot of a lot of armor <laughs> and a sword.
1: They didn't have much armor, man.
0: <laughs> a lot of horns on their helmet and a sword two horns two horns that's more than one which is a lot and maybe the bears are fighting one another and the viking slips one in you know, just i think, think the just,
1: bear i think the bears team up and say we're gonna we're gonna do this we're gonna go tag team until it comes down to bu- both of us
0: so we are can you saying who's the best bear are you saying one of the bears do the Hulk Hogan U to the other bear? And then the other bear starts doing the macho man finger circle and they just point at the Viking and tell him that his days are numbered? Is that how this is going? Yeah, on? so there's a leg
1: drop, there's a big boot and a leg drop. There's a flying elbow. They're picking up one of the one of the girl bears on their shoulders, and then then a Hogan bear touches touches the uh, touches the, the girl bear in an awkward spot and then then the, the mega Okay Jeff
0: are... Jeff who do you who do you choose? <laughs> uh, the Bears. So Vikings out. Yeah the Viking dies a gruesome death. Okay, well I didn't mean for this to work this way. So let's talk Montana Grizzlies or Northern Colorado Bears. I'm gonna say that and and let's discuss this as a group here guys. Northern Colorado Bears definitely it's high, right? Like, definitely smoking.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's legal. So so do you, or it's got so a nice think,
0: contact high. Ooh, good contact high. So do you think that maybe that eases the stress and allows him to fight clear? Almost like that Jackie Chan movie where he was a better fighter when he was drunk?
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that from the other documentary known as the video for Never Fight a Man with a Perm... If you smoke a cigarette, which I'm going to say is um, the equivalent of smoking a joint in this, it gives you special powers. So the northern Colorado bear
0: wins. Okay. I agree. Jeff, would you like to make a fight for Montana? The whole state? You know,
2: <coughs> these Colorado bears are lazy now. They've got edibles everywhere. I think... Uh, you have to go with the Montana Grizzly, still, you know, sharpened by the the wild expanse of
0: Montana. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so I'm gonna assume that's both of y'all's choices. Uh, I don't want to be the tiebreaker necessarily, and that Northern Colorado wins. But frankly, I picked the conference, so we're gonna go My ahead and say more compelling. We're going to go ahead and say that, you know what? No, I think, I think Jeff brought in the contact tie, and that was enough for me to <laughs> assume that that Northern Colorado is like a straight-edge dude who just has really cool friends. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and in that he has really cool friends, like I do with Jeff and with Kyle, your Northern Colorado right. Bears have won the Big Sky Conference death match. Round of applause for all our contestants. Round of applause Yay. for everybody, guys. Yay! Let's hear it.
1: They can all give them. They can all give themselves a pat on the back. Absolutely. Or only one of them can because everybody else is dead.
0: That's that is true. <laughs> and the Eagles would have had enough time as it was. So there's you not have a, an eagle pat at the back. No, you haven't, and I don't think there's a better intro uh, than this one. As I sat down with Will from from the stands and talked a little bit about. Their operation they got going on. We're gonna go ahead and throw it to the interview, and then we'll be right back with the picks for Week Six. Sitting here with Will Rainier.
3: Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, Will. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Will is from from the Stance. And before we get into that, Will, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Uh, so I am a uh, diehard Oklahoma State fan, living in Austin, Texas, under duress. <laughs> uh, I'm down here for work, um, and uh, so you know, last week was particularly rough. I took the family over to DKR and and uh, you know sat in the middle of, of the Texas faithful, and and uh, we were ready to leave early, which is weird because we never do that. Um, and then Texas decides to muff a bunch of punts, and we almost get an onside kick. And next thing you know, it's like 11 p.m. and we're sitting there, and you know, in the middle of traffic in downtown Austin, trying to get home, uh, but. But yeah, uh, love college football. Um, you know, I just really have enjoyed it uh, for just years and years. Um, and now, just happy to have a bunch of guys together uh, doing a show on it. Just kind of, you know, taking my particularly awful takes and and sharing them with the world. So, how long have you been in Austin? Uh, I moved to Austin uh, about six months ago. So part of that that wave of uh, just insane amounts of people moving to Austin every day. I kind of jumped on that a little late, I feel like, but um, I've lived all over. I've lived uh, in North Carolina where you guys are, um, Colorado, Oklahoma, New York State, uh, and now here in Austin.
0: Well-traveled then. That's not bad (laughs) at all. Interestingly (laughs) enough, uh, the co-host Kyle and I, we've known each other for a long time. One of our best buddies back 13 years ago, born and raised from Stillwater, we met him in Virginia. He now lives in Austin, <laughs> just like a weird, weird small world. It seems like a through point.
3: Oh, yeah. Just- no, it's great.
0: Excellent. So let's, let's uh, get, down, get down to business. So from the stance, uh, <laughs> tell us a little about it kind of as a concept. And then if you want to just go right into it, kind of what you guys are building towards uh, the future.
3: Yeah, so from the stands is a uh, weekly video podcast on YouTube. Uh, it was kind of born in the uh, the college football subreddit. Uh, just as an idea, uh, somebody floated out, "Hey, what if we made our own college game day show?" Uh, and there was a group of us that all kind of have banded together and and uh, really worked hard through the summer and uh, and got ready. And we've we've done five uh, episodes every week, or you know, one episode a week for the last five weeks. Um, and I really think we're you know onto something. Uh, that's my dog. You heard uh, he joins us from time to time uh, because he's a <laughs> jerk. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, working through the like the challenges of how do we build something that 100 other people are doing and make it interesting and exciting uh, and, you know, still have fun with it and put out a quality product, which is really what we're building toward.
0: And and you mentioned your affiliation with Oklahoma State. So I've seen a few episodes of from the stands, and I'm extremely impressed. One with the just the absolute quality of of the videos, of the production, the graphics. Like it is a, an incredibly clean show. It looks it looks sharp.
3: Yeah, I have to give all the all the credit on that to uh, to our producers. Uh, Caleb has done an incredible job uh, just getting that together, making it look uh, you know giving it the look. Uh, and, and that was kind of one of the big things we we said early on. You know, we want to make sure that uh, the, the quality is there because, it, you know, I, I feel like if if you at least hit a baseline with quality, then the content, um, you know, it gives you a lot of leeway whether or not you're picking games right or wrong or you're saying things that somebody's going to go, that's absolutely incorrect. Uh, so, you know, it, it kind of balances each other out and gives people, you know, another reason to watch.
0: I think that's really important, too, because with, with how you lean into bias. And obviously, anybody can listen to, for instance, Run Pot Option and end up hearing Kyle talk too long about Syracuse or <laughs> me try not to jinx the SMU run or Jeff be bummed out about Michigan. Seeing people's face adds a lot to not only kind of the, the trash talk and the conversation of it, but you can see when a Michigan guy comes on and if he. Oh, yeah. Thinks he's yeah. really, if he's extremely confident against Wisconsin, <laughs> and you see it all over his face that he absolutely is not, that he's just, he's he's got tequila up to his eyeballs to make sure he can say it without crying. You know, it's just,
3: yeah, I think, absolutely. I think,
0: I think the visual medium part of it is what makes y'all show specifically great.
3: Yeah, I think one of the things that, that we kind of decided early on that was just this idea that, you know, um, yeah. I guess I'll just point to the top of the mountain. You look at a guy like Kirk Herbstreit and played quarterback at Ohio State. Um, and sometimes I just want him to say, "Look, I I want to back my team and I want to say that they're going to win because I I believe in Ohio State. You know, go Buckeyes." But I, you know, when you get to a certain level, you kind of eliminate your bias and you kind of put on this face. that like, Oh no, I'm a, you know, I'm a college football professional and I know all of the things about all the teams. And uh, really there's a, you know, I think that's kind of something that that typical fans have a hard time resonating with. Uh, You know, like you said, we do, own our bias on the show. Uh, I picked Oklahoma State to, uh, you know, finish second in the Big 12. Uh, And obviously, you you know, some people say, oh, you're just being a homer. But I think that, you know, when you have somebody who has a, a personal connection to a school, and they say something like, Hey, you guys might want to watch out for Chuba Hubbard and Tylen Wallace and Spencer Sanders this year. Um, it it gives a little bit more credibility to it because it, you know, this isn't somebody that I would expect Kyle for being a Syracuse fan. I wouldn't really expect him to know, oh, these three guys are actually gonna be playmakers. And it might it might be week six or seven before he finally goes, Oh wow, like yeah, these guys were pretty good. Whereas, you know, I'm able to kind of give a local perspective. Uh, And then the flip side is true. Whenever I talk trash about Texas or Oklahoma, you can kind of take it with a grain of salt and be like, okay, well, that's just an Oklahoma State fan. Um, And so it it just adds a little bit on one end, it adds a little layer of uh, a comedic element where I can talk crap about OU. uh, But I think it also adds a layer of legitimacy where if you're talking about game day traditions or where to eat on game day, and we've got A uh, you know an Alabama fan talking about Tuscaloosa, I'm gonna believe him more. Um, And that's an idea that was kind of built out of the subreddit where you you know you put your flair next to your name, um, everybody kind of knows the perspective that you're coming from. And so that's something we really uh, thought was missing in uh, in college football media. Um, And so something that we kind of really leaned and pressed into.
0: Yeah, I I think it's I think it's the correct move. And I think with you guys moving forward, it's gonna kind of show its head that way, because like you mentioned with the analysis stuff, for for someone that's extremely invested in Oklahoma State, for instance, you, as the fan of that team, want to and need to know what to expect from game to game. So you're going to yep. say, cool, Charlie Brewer, when we're playing Baylor, he's a guy we need to watch out for, or a defensive end from Iowa State that, that nobody might really know of, but that You've seen cause havoc on spread offensive teams. You know, spread offense teams. Yeah, absolutely. I I think I think that's a really cool feature of it. And with the length of your shows, which run about an hour or a little over, there's a lot of time to fill in there. Especially when y'all are breaking down a game, and you have the supporters of those teams helping break down the game.
3: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, And one of the kind of the running jokes uh, that that we've really gone into is just this. Ah, uh, nobody on the team is a is a Pac-12 fan, um, which is really funny uh, because we kind of uh, they become the butt of a lot of our jokes. So, uh, for example, every week we do what's called the Pac-12 seconds, uh, and that is where <laughs> one person gets twelve seconds to say whatever they need to about the Pac-12, and then we're moving on. Um, and so. Uh, last week, for example, I, I sat out uh, from the show, and they're like, "Hey, Will's not here. We can talk about the Pac-12 all we want," and uh, and so they did. Uh, but you know, I'm back on this week, and so I'll bring it back in order. And uh, and so it's it's little things like that. As a Big 12 guy, I really have no interest in kind of what what's going on in the Pac-12. So it's kind of fun to be able to have that as a you know as a running gag.
0: Okay, so so that that actually works perfectly for. Any of our listeners that are fans of a particular Pac-12 team, where can they reach out to you guys to either follow along or get involved with the show or just follow y'all on Twitter? What can they do? Where can they find you? Yeah.
3: So first and foremost, uh, come and check out the show, um, and and uh, definitely we're on YouTube. We'll put it up every Friday. Uh, right now, um, there are plans to kind of move to a live show format, but for right now, we're recording Thursdays and posting on Fridays. Uh, so YouTube's number one. Uh, that's where the the big money is is being made, and uh, by big money I mean absolutely zero money whatsoever. Uh, and then Twitter, uh, we're pretty active on game days, um, and then throughout the week you can drop us a tweet. Uh, it's a uh, at from the stands us. Um, and so, uh, all one word, um, yeah. Find us on Twitter, uh, tell us that we're idiots. Uh, we actually kind of enjoy that. And, and really we are kind of college football for fans from fans. And so we absolutely welcome, uh, you know, uh, participation. Uh, just last week, one of the CFB ball um, artists uh, wrote a, um, a digital short or drew a digital short short for us. Um, and we've had guys come on and talk uh, about different pieces that they've written, whether it's uh, uniform trackers or hot seat trackers, things like that. And so we're absolutely very open to uh, fan participation. and And if you've got a good idea and you've got some quality content, we've got a space on the show for you.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, before we wrap up, do we have anything else that you wanted to mention uh, or any questions for me and the oh, red no, pod I, option?
3: I think you guys are doing a great job. Um, I I do. Uh, I dig the analysis. I, I think we went back and forth on Twitter this past week uh, about the PAC 12 in particular. You guys give a lot of, a lot of love to the PAC 12 for an East coast, uh, East coast podcast. So there's no, there's no East coast bias on, on your guys' show. So kudos to that. I uh, think
0: part of the reason is because it, it it encapsulates parity in the Power Five more than any other conference right now. So yeah,
3: somebody with- said that to me this last week, and, and I guess that my my only thing there is I can watch a good game in the MAC. That doesn't mean that those are good teams. Um, and I, I love a good football game as much as the next guy, but uh, until the Pac-12 really kind of until their elite programs are come back to being elite and they can be a uh, you know a college football. Uh, playoff contender. Um, it's really hard for me to to kind of take him seriously because you know you can uh, you know you see these teams cannibalize it. I think Cal just lost, so they don't even have a yeah, program it. right now. Uh, and it it's a very legitimate conversation when if you have a twelve and one Georgia who loses the SEC championship game, and you've got a twelve and one Oregon. Uh, even Oregon, who, you know, is a a conference champion, and they're both looking at that number four slot. I I think it's harder, I think it's going to be really hard for Pac-12 to overcome that. Um, and, and I really can't speak much as a, as a Big Twelve guy because we only have ten teams, and, and the conference championship game is always going to be a rematch. So uh, there's always going to be the the possibility that we play ourselves out of a playoff spot, and it's happened. It happened uh, in 2014 yep. uh, with Baylor and and TCU. So uh, I mean, I'm right there. I'm, I'm sympathetic to to kind of being seen as a. Uh, as a lesser conference and having a one loss or a two loss team really, really struggle to making a playoff spot. Uh, so I am sympathetic to it. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I've said from the beginning, if if you want to come on the show and talk Pac-12, come on. And, and we haven't had any takers yet. So it's hard for me to uh, dedicate a lot of our time whenever you've got such good games every week in the other conferences.
0: I guess it's, they're like the teams in the Pac-12. They're on one week, they're off another. They're just really not sure. They can't really decide what they're going to be. But I will say that the Mac doesn't have Herm Edwards and Chip Kelly, and that's <laughs> whether that's a good thing or a bad thing uh, for me. <laughs> for me, that's must-watch. Uh, apparently,
3: yeah, no, and, and and like I said, the games are good. The games have been very good. You're not going to, you know what. The Washington State UCLA game two weeks ago, uh, that's, quali- that's that big 12 football right there. Like that's yeah, exactly no doubt. Uh, what, you know, what we like to see. Um, and and maybe it is a little bit of the if, you know, if the games didn't end at two in the morning, uh, we'd watch more of them.
0: It hurts. It's not fun. <laughs> it's it really is. Uh, I'm hoping for the 10 a.m. kickoffs. Like yeah, local I time will, because I will
3: it, say the uh, the mountain time zone, my time in Colorado, being in the mountain time zone, that is the superior college football time zone. Uh, you wake up on Saturday morning and game day is already on. Uh and then, you know, the games start at ten. And so you you can catch a little bit of uh, you know, a little bit of the noon game before you head out for the day. And then you come back and you can watch the entire night game and go to bed by like nine or 10, 10 o'clock at the latest. And if you want to stay up till midnight. And uh, and catch that that Pac-12 game. It's really not a big deal. So I I do miss being in the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, you guys on the East Coast, uh, that's rough. That's yeah, rough Central.
0: At least Central is zone. Central is good. Central I yeah. miss a lot, um, especially for football. Come on back to Texas, brother. It is too hot, and I'm sitting here with no AC in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it's it's a dream compared to what I imagine Dallas must be like, which is where I'm
3: from. <laughs> Well, you guys are killing it over there on the run pot and, uh shows. Uh, and so uh, we'll make sure to get you guys a plug. And if you guys ever want to come on the show, let us know. Absolutely. Uh, everybody keep an eye out for
0: From the Stands. He dropped the Twitter. He dropped the YouTube. I'm also going to put that in the show description. So keep an eye out for that. And y'all have a good week. Yep. Thanks, Marty. Thank you, Will. Say bye. Bye. All right. We're back with the week six picks. We've got me. We've got Jeff. We've got Kyle. A quick quick summary of last week: uh, Jeff oh, and I no. went six and six. Kyle went three and nine. That's a rough one. But I do want to start featuring more guest pickers. And as we don't have a guest on the show, I actually had someone that, that Kyle knows offer to be a guest picker for this episode oh, because God. because they believe <laughs> they believe that they're better than Kyle is at picking games, which Not hard. which the record apparently is. Uh, it won't be that difficult. So we're also going to feature picks from uh, none other than Fultzy. Uh We're not going to mention Aww. his first name because he didn't submit it to me. So we're going to go ahead and keep faulty which is really easy to say. Thanks for that guy uh, and his picks. So let's start at the beginning. Let's go Central Florida at Cincinnati. Central Florida are four-point favorites. Who do you got? I, I i can't pick because apparently i'm being guest picked for no 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 no, no. you're picking too <laughs> but you're going head to no, head now essentially with faults e good
1: um you know what i'm gonna take central florida in that
0: one okay jeff
2: i'm with kyle central florida
0: Okay, we all agree, and so does Fultzy. Uh We've got Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Oklahoma State are eight and a half point favorites, and this is fresh off their win against Kansas State, handling them pretty easily.
1: Um, Bowman's still hurt, right, for Texas Tech? Yes. Uh, give me Oklahoma State.
2: I hate to line
0: up with someone who's so far below five hundred, but I'm gonna go. You shut your two. mouth. You shut well, up. that makes that makes you and me, Jeff, and Fultzy for whatever that's worth. So we're all we're in little, agreement barely. with Kyle. We've got Cal. As we at go or-
1: down. We all go down together. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the Titanic of picks. We've got Cal at Oregon. Cal is going to be missing Chev- Chevin, Chase Garbers, and they'll have Devin Monster, and Oregon are favored by seventeen and a half points. Me and Fultzy both have Oregon covering. Despite Cal's great defense,
1: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off of uh, even though Chevin is gonna be a, a big loss. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that Cal covers.
2: Okay, Jeff- this is terrible. Yeah, Cal, that's way too much. Oh. Seventeen.
0: Yeah, with the struggling Oregon offense too, it's gonna be interesting. But Herbert's gonna he's gonna see Trevor Lawrence. Play poorly and try to take advantage of that To get back in the Heisman race And it probably (laughs) won't work Virginia Tech Speaking of not working At Miami, Florida Miami are 13 point favorites Ooh
1: Mm. Oh I Don't like Miami that much But I think they cover because Virginia Tech Is an absolute shit show
0: Fultzy also picks Miami I'll go with Virginia Tech. I'm going with Contrarian. Virginia Tech as well. I think uh, I think that that they're in an absolute tailspin, but Bud Foster at some point has to think of if nothing else, his own ass and not wanting to look like a, a complete bum. After He's
1: gone at the end of the year, though, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. he is. That's what I mean. He, he, I feel like he wants to go out better, but instead you have Duke who loses you know a first round quarterback talent in Daniel Jones. And ends up putting that many points on Virginia Tech. is It's embarrassing. I think he saves yeah. face. And they, they don't maybe beat Miami, but I think they play it closer than 13 points.
1: No, he might just say, fuck it at this point. <laughs> yeah,
0: just leave early?
1: <laughs> no, I think he'll just <laughs> stay there and collect a paycheck and just be like, whatever.
0: He just What's goes, listen, it's uh, if the offense doesn't show up in the first 15 minutes, we're legally allowed to leave. <laughs> they take the college professor rule. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've got a bigger line We've got Georgia At Tennessee Georgia are 22 point favorites On the road
1: What has given me any hope In Tennessee this year uh, Georgia covers
2: 22 points Wow it's a lot of <laughs> they just
1: points lost, They just lost the to Florida Like 34 to 3 f- I'm not sure Florida's that good Yeah With a backup quarterback
0: yeah, I'll take Georgia. <laughs> okay, we are all in agreement. Folty also got Georgia, and he had Miami. In case I didn't say that earlier, we've got Michigan State at Ohio State. Ohio State are fourteen point favorites. Michigan State ranks sixth defensively, allowing only three point nine yards per play. Let's see if they can slow down Justin Fields and uh, J.K. Dobbins.
1: Is it this week that that uh, Michigan that that Ohio State slows down a little bit?
0: No, Ohio State wins. Covers. Hmm. I'm also going to pick Ohio State to cover, but I don't think it's by much. I think they do get slowed down a little bit. And Fultzy also has Ohio State to cover. There's a lot of agreement going on here.
2: (sighs) I'm going to go with... Ooh, Ohio State. I don't like it, but...
0: Who do you hate more as a Michigan fan? Like to uh, your core? I mean Ohio
2: State because they've basically become like unstoppable.
0: I mean does it hurt does it hurt more to lose to Ohio State as a Michigan fan? or when Michigan loses to Ohio State, does it hurt as much as Michigan losing to Michigan State?
2: Well, it's become so regular losing to Ohio State it doesn't hurt as much anymore.
0: You're, you're numb to it.
2: <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Michigan State, it's embarrassing because they act like a bunch of spoiled
0: clowns. Especially with those hideous jerseys they have this year with the line. Oh,
1: man.
2: I'm glad
0: they lost wearing those. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's terrible. They really are. We've got Auburn at Florida, and Auburn are only three-point favorites. This is after Florida uh, basically disintegrated Towson, and Auburn pretty much did the same to Mississippi State. Give me Auburn. Auburn to cover.
1: Auburn has shown that they can go on the road and win. They went on the road and beat Texas A&M.
2: Auburn at three against Florida. Hmm.
0: I'm picking Florida, and I don't feel great about it, but at some point, Bo has to regress, even just a touch, I feel like
2: yeah Oh man. and Florida has their backup quarterback playing, right? Trask? Yep Trask. Kyle, how did, did you see him against Tennessee at all?
1: No, but they one that's not, that's not a good barometer on anything. I mean, he, he brought them back.
0: he Come brought on. them back from uh, being down at Kentucky, which should tell you about kind of the state of Florida, but also he was able to do uh, to bring them back, and they ended up winning that game.
2: Didn't Kentucky get blanked this week though?
0: Yeah, by South Carolina. Ooh. Well, the wheels are officially off in Kentucky.
2: Give me Florida.
1: The wheels were only on for one year.
0: <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, the whole damn car left in Benny Snell. Just up and going, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yep. 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 Oh also picked Auburn. The next game we've got is Iowa at Michigan. Uh, friend of the show, Doug, is actually going to this game. Michigan are favored by yes. seven points.
1: Give me Iowa. I'm agreeing with Jeff right there. Give me Iowa.
0: Fulci also has Iowa, so I am going to also pick Iowa. <laughs> uh This week is not moving day. (laughs) I wish they could tell me right now whether or not Gaddis is on the sidelines because I think that's the difference. Actually, you know what? I'm switching. I'm going Michigan. Uh, Gaddis is on the sidelines, I bet. We've got Tulsa at Southern Methodist University. Your undefeated SMU Mustangs are 13-point favorites. Uh, I've got got Tulsa
1: covering. I'm going the other way. Uh, A lot of excitement around that team right now. Tulsa, not
0: that great. Uh, give me SMU. All right. Fultz also Let's took SMU. Points.
2: Yeah. Tulsa has beat San Jose State and barely beat Wyoming. I, I'm going with SMU. We're 24. They were, leading,
0: they were leading Oklahoma State at halftime, I believe, 21 to 20. So there is that.
1: Okay.
0: Worth pointing out. I'm going to go SMU. Washington <laughs> at Stanford. Washington are 14-point favorites. And Stanford just allowed 500 yards to Oregon State last week. So I'm going with Washington to cover, and I would maybe double that number. Oof. I'm done picking Stanford
1: to do anything. Give me Washington.
0: Right. Fultz, also got Washington. And Jeff? See, I'm surprised because... Washington
2: only beat USC by two touchdowns. It's in
0: Stanford is worse. USC has. Oh, are you surprised you by the line? That- yeah. You just made your own argument. <laughs> yeah, I'm just walking through it. It, it. Costello's still out, right? Even if he was in, it doesn't give me any confidence. No, I know. That's why I, I think. Uh, because they had three picks against uh what the fuck is his name Fink and Fink is basically a younger Costello just throwing up 50 50 balls. I think that yeah I think Stanford I think go with gets Washington hammered. okay yeah yeah I think they get hammered Stanford that is and our two surprise games of the week we've got Utah State at LSU LSU are 25 point favorites. And I do want to mention that Jordan Love, the Utah State quarterback, is averaging over 300 yards passing a game, and LSU has shown that they can give up passing yardage. That's a huge spread. Give 25 me Utah is a State.
1: Lot. Utah State to cover. Maybe not by much. Utah State to cover.
0: It's give a me day the best game offense that in the country.
2: LSU. The beer will be flowing in Baton Rouge.
0: I think Utah State. It's a dry coverage. campus, bro.
2: Not the stadium, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm joking. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> that whole city. The there's
0: not a dry thing in, <laughs> in like that general area. Yeah. Uh, so I'm picking Utah State, but I think it's because LSU is going to come off a bye week here and sleepwalk with a bigger game coming up. Uh, and what is that game? I will look right now because I just kind of made that up as I'm going. Uh, listen, guys, we're doing our best. And that game is, uh, ooh, home against Florida. At a night game, home against Florida. So, yeah, I think they do the, uh, as a solid verbal says, the let down look ahead sandwich. And uh, they end up losing <laughs> losing to, to Utah. Or not losing, but almost losing to Utah State. What's Fultzy have to say about it? Fultzy has LSU.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: So we've got our last surprise game. It is probably going to last all of two hours because we have two of the top ten rushing teams statistically. We've got your two-lane green wave visiting army. And two-lane are two-and-a-half point favorites.
1: What's the uh, what's the total points? For, like? 45. 45. Uh,
0: 45 I that. And, I dude, <laughs> I think it's going to be – I think it, it might end up being – God, I want to say last year this game I thought was going to be fun too and like Army blew the doors off of them but I don't think Army is as good as they were last year and Tulane is absolutely better than they were last year. So I think this is actually a really fun game but I'm going to go ahead and take Army to cover. said it was two and a half to Army? Two and a half to Tulane. So Army are two and a half point underdogs at home.
1: Ooh. Um... Faulty has a green wave and go to lane.
0: Okay, two lane it is. Yeah, I'm going two lane as well. Two lane. Okay, good deal. So interestingly enough, uh, Faulty thinks he's better at picking, but there is only one, two games, three games out of twelve that he's picked differently than you, Kyle. So we will see how that pans out at the end of the week, Uh, gentlemen. Do you have any beat me? We'll see. We're listen. We're all just. I don't know which way is up anymore.
1: I don't know which way is up.
0: I'm scared. I mean, you, you defiantly <laughs> said Utah State, so maybe you're right, and it's it's just all. Uh, maybe you have the contact high.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm in Colorado now. I'm hanging out General, with that
0: bear. The best time zone to watch college football. I wanna I wanna live in the mountain time zone, like legit. That'd be great. All right, guys. Uh, everybody pray for week six to be better than week five. Now, we've moved on. We've had a good show. Gentlemen, do you have any final thoughts before we leave?
1: Um, This is a big ACC bye
0: week. Isn't every week pretty much for most of those teams? Well, no. That's Clemson. <laughs> Clemson
1: has an ACC bye week every week. But, like, actual <laughs> bye week, it's uh, Clemson's out this week. NC State's out. Syracuse is out. There's a uh,
0: if there was ever a time for the Pac-12 to get on afternoon TV, this would need to be the week. I feel, yeah, like. and I don't think they've even done that. So, so much for that, Jeffrey. You got anything else? Uh, I am
2: continuing my Urban My Flight Tracker. Um, <laughs> he, has been, he has been seen in over uh, Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles, and he was recently seen in Knoxville, Tennessee. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Did he pull a Dave Matthews and just make a stop in New Jersey to dump all his shit into a lake?
2: <laughs> no, he did that in Ohio
0: before. And so Greg, and Greg Shiano fell out.
1: <laughs> is, he, is he at Zach Smith's house right now?
0: Oh, God. Everybody have a good week.
1: <laughs> Jeff and
0: Kyle, y'all say bye. Bye-bye.
1: Farewell.